Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to the Bald Gun Guy podcast, our journey through the world of assassination location by location. I'm Six Datmar from Scanline Media. I'm joined by Ryan. I'm kicking you out of the van, sorry. That's, you know, listen, that's understandable. Uh, I'm surprised I was able to stay this long when I literally can't do anything even vaguely musical. <laughs> At a certain point, you just hit the glass ceiling, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes at a different angle than people might expect. Uh, that's Ty, also joining us. Yep. They picked me up along the way. I needed a ride. Well, and where and where we are specifically is uh, Bangkok, Thailand, because we're here for uh, Club 27 and The Source. I always want to call it Club 47. I always do. This is 27, because he's 27. I know, but 47's a better number. Okay. I don't know how to argue that objectively, but... I, I see this I see this problem a lot in, uh, like, Twitter handles, right? Where someone is trying to, like, pile on, like, too many layers of, like, referential jokes to their, like, their display name or whatever. And it just kind of mm-hmm. comes out mangled, you know? Like, I feel like on paper, like, 47 Club would be like a stronger candidate right but then you're mm-hmm. just like eh? i don't know <laughs> it's just too far removed from like the source that's i guess that's fair that's fair. yeah um so for this for this uh episode we are as i said uh bangkok thailand um we are going after well, well we do have two missions but the source is really going to be a quick conversation because it's kind of a nothing mission um so mostly We're going to be talking about the Club 27 mission. Um, We are going after the 27-year-old rock singer Jordan Cross uh, and also the family lawyer who's on site, uh, Ken the Brick Morgan. Um, You have... This is actually... It is a little bit interesting or, uh, depending on your perspective, perhaps regrettable because this is the point where we actually have to start talking about the plot somewhat because plot actually starts happening now. Yeah, in this game. Uh, so yeah, in the the plot of this game starts to actually kind of happen in a way where, in the ending cutscene for this mission, it is revealed that um, this contract and every other contract so far have all sort of come uh, relayed by a, a a third party, a shadow client, as they call it, who has been arranging all of these contracts. Um, and the ICA doesn't like getting played. So from now on, you're going to be, you're going to be hunting down the shadow client. Yep. Yeah. I remember when I encountered this the first time, I was like, seems a little strange that we even were allowed to get this far in, you know, I (laughs) feel like if you're, if you're running like a, you know, top flight clandestine murder agency, right? Like even taking two, you know, jobs from the same client back to back, like that has to be like highly irregular right like well they're the, not from the same client though is well, the thing That's... yeah i know but like letting it get to this i don't know like i remember when when that like info dump dropped on me the first time i was like huh i don't know about that seems like a kind of a sloppy uh gig we got going here well and it does also i don't I know i i wonder to what degree like we'll get into it here but this job is contracted by the um the Highmores, right? Highmore Consulting, and the the, the parents of uh, what's her name again? It's it starts with I think 
Heidi something. I, I think it's Hannah. It's Hannah, 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 Hannah. Heidi. Heidi, Heidi is also on the map, but um, and this is not like I don't know. This isn't even the most significant coincidence, right? Which of course is not a coincidence, but like. Hannah Highmore, Highmore Consulting, also came up in the Paris mission because we were going to have, like, the, the plan was for um, Helmut Kruger to get with the other daughter of the Highmore family, Jessica Highmore, and infiltrate Highmore Consulting. We've also had, as we've seen, like, and I guess this wasn't necessarily the case when this released because this mission was post-launch, but we had, like, the mission where... Uh, Sylvia Caruso contracted you to kill a politician and then later you have to kill him, right? It feels like a suspiciously tight net to begin with that should be raising some eyebrows. But also, I don't know, maybe maybe like maybe this is just when you're rich enough to afford the ICA, maybe it's just going to be a small world. It's just like four know? dudes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're all trying to kill each other. Which sounds very believable, like, in fairness. Yeah. Like, that's sort of what I imagine, like, the, you know... Um, the, like the folks in Occupy Wall Street, like the people they're yelling about, I imagine it just like four dudes hiring his hat to kill each other constantly, like in between mm-hmm. like meeting at the country club or whatever. Um. Yeah, and maybe that makes it harder to track like the, like a conspiracy, right? Because it's like, well, how am I supposed to know? All these people fucking know each other anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, in this instance, uh, you're going after Jordan Cross uh, because uh, he killed his girlfriend. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, I mean, you have evidence. You find evidence. <laughs> I I heard the tapes. He was pretty cross. Yeah. Oh, 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 got him. Wow. <laughs> Can we get a, here? Let's get a quick high five. High five, Ryan. There we go. All right. I'm done dwelling on this moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he, he killed his girlfriend and then Ken Morgan helped cover it up. And uh, the the parents of the girlfriend don't appreciate that. And now that they know that's what happened, they want him dead, which seems fair. Um, yeah, I don't. This is a like. Speaking of the map, generally, it's interesting to come to this after the the couple that we've been through, right? Like we went through Sapienza, we went through Marrakesh, um, and this is. When when I talked to Ryan the other day, I said it was more Paris-like, and I guess that's like it's more Paris-like than Marrakesh, right? But it's not very Paris-like. Yeah, it's it's, it's for me anyway. It's like if we mashed up. Okay, so it's Marrakesh with Paris elements, and I don't want to editorialize like right off the bat, but it has. It is, like, tighter and denser, but it maintains the kind of formula of, you know, like, the sort of two sides of the map. Just in this case, they're the, the God, I don't want to say Twin Towers. They're the, uh, the two... <laughs> the two, you, the can two say, wing, you can say two towers. Two we can go Lord of the, the Rings. Hotel, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And it functions very similarly to the kind of two discrete zones of mm-hmm. Marrakesh. I guess I feel like one of my big problems with it, though, is that a lot of the space feels empty. Yeah, so it turns out that a hotel isn't the best uh, for level design um, for making a hitman game. Yeah, I like it so much in concept, but actually playing it, I'm just like, this level is fine, but it's not like grabbing me. 
you know? Mm-hmm. It's funny. I had really positive uh, memories of playing this when yeah. I played it at launch, right? Me too. And then Same. Same. Going, back, Same here. going back and playing it, I'm like, yeah, this, this all actually kind of sucks. I mean, relative <laughs> to the other ones, right? Like, the games, it's a very high bar. Don't get me wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But relative to this, this is by far the least pleasant uh, level that I've actually like spent time with kind of going it through going through it a little more like rigorously um, and in constant you know concentrated doses um, before the pod yeah. yeah this is the least amount I've actually like played for the pod I put in like a few hours like maybe two or three and then I was like I didn't even finish the mission stories I'm just like yep this is a hitman level there's not a lot here I think I'm done so yeah I I did finish the mission stories, but I didn't... This is the first time I haven't maxed out Mastery um, for yeah, this podcast. Yeah, same. Uh, so, as I mention every time, my all of my progress got wiped. I'm living in mm-hmm. hell. Um, this was, <laughs> I think, the first one where I didn't go back and unlock absolutely everything, which is saying a lot. Like, I, I really do... Because I don't feel like I need to do every story again. If, like I don't need to check all the boxes just for this mm-hmm. plot. However, I have been drawn to do so. Because I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy playing through the levels. And yeah, this one, I, I did a good number of them. But after I had kind of, you know, like, I don't know, got my rocks off a little bit, I was, yeah, I packed it in for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do think part of what helps it, like, I don't think our method of being very thorough was very generous to this level. And I do think that is a failing of the level. Don't be you know, let's not be unclear, but I do think like, if you just do a couple of playthroughs, there's some really cool shit you can do in this level. Yeah. And so if you just do like two or three, you're going to be like, damn, that was a cool level. Yeah. So in my, in my notes, which are fairly basic, I basically just broke it down into like good things and bad things. Right. Like near the mm-hmm. top of my good things list, um, are a lot of the set pieces, um, that you can go through like that are, um, involved in mission stories and things like that i think they're really great um Mm -hmm. i don't know i I don't want to like uh end up just like structuring uh the episode on how you want to do it i mean we talk about stuff when we want to talk about it if you have things you want to talk about let's talk yeah um yeah i i don't know um the set pieces feel really rewarding i love the i love the kind of recurring or is this the first instance chronologically of drummer 47 in the new <laughs> trilogy. I think this is the first instance. This is the yes. first one. Okay. I love it. Yeah, I it's love it. Yeah. It's just, it's hilarious. The outfit is phenomenal. All that yep. stuff. Right. I love the mic. I like all the, you know, the, the um, old Sparky or whatever they call it. Um, all mm-hmm. the things like that. Like they're, yep. they're, they're really fun. And they, it feels like there's, a good ratio, especially playing on casual. Not, I want to maybe talk about that a little later when we dig into like some of why this map is taxing. But especially playing through it on casual, the the set pieces have a really good uh, balance of like investment to payoff. I feel yeah, mm. yeah. The thing I remembered most, like f- when I played this level the first time, is like the music stuff. Um, and thinking that stuff was fun. The problem was, I played this and I was like, yeah, the music stuff's still fun. And that's kind of where my excitement dwindled, so. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there are like there are a few other bits of it that I do think are cool beyond the music stuff, right? Like, I don't think the rest of the story is, of this mission story is particularly great, but the moment when you grab Jordan Cross by the back of the head and shove him into his birthday cake and hold him there until he dies <laughs> is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, and I also like um, I don't I, I I don't know that there's been any other like. You know, playing all three of these games, I don't know if there's been any other mission story or opportunity that has given me the same feeling as uh, disguising as the exterminator, getting everyone to evacuate to the ground floor, and then dropping the pesticide in the in the air and knocking out the entire fucking level with one button press. Yeah, yeah, the exterminator, like I don't know, giving giving the player that degree of like impact over the level as a whole is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I, obviously it's not gonna, like, that as a concept is not gonna, and, like, you know, mechanical tie-ins are not gonna make sense in every level, so I'm not saying I expect it, but it's really great. That's all I can say. Like, mm-hmm. it feels good, right? Because, like, that's the thing, right? Being able to sort of, like, destabilize the, the little clockwork dollhouse, whatever mixed metaphors we're using, right? Like, that feels good, just as a player. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened to me. I didn't get to do the exterminator because one, I was already kind of checked out. It's my fault. But also I went to do it. I walked up to the the hotel lady and she was just like, oh, it's you. Yeah, you can go go ahead and do do the thing. It's just here's the location. And then she stops. And she goes. Oh, it's you. Uh, yeah, so you can go ahead, go ahead and do this thing. Here's the location. And she stops. And she goes, Oh, it's you. Yeah, you can go ahead and do it. Over and over again. Wouldn't stop. She, she bugged for me on a couple of my runs, too, in a different way, where she was just like, she was standing like between, you know, it's if when you're going to go up into the two different wings, the, um, the wing where Jordan crosses has two guards on it. And then there's the other She'll wing. just stand there. She'll just bug yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, she will just stand there between the two guards staring in a straight line, seeing through any disguise. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I guess I just have to compromise my disguise to progress with this level? What are we doing? Yep. Yeah, there are so many points like that. Um, like, the bugs make it particularly annoying, and this is already an infuriating level for suit-only silent assassin, like, let me tell you. So, yeah, I bet. oh my god. Like, that Like that bug, there's just like a couple of them that are yeah, like little little things that given like the like specific um, like choke choke points you have to like go through. Like I I stopped playing at a couple of points because of stuff <laughs> like that. I'm just like I can't I can't do this right now. Um, just because the setup like you have to run end up running around the level more than you think for a level that's ultimately fairly compact. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. small little things like that. Oof. Well, it's because with the layout of the hotel, there are so many floors of the hotel where there is nothing. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I got out of the skies and I was on the wrong side of the hotel. Like, I would go up the stairs and someone would be like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. I'm like, oh, right. Other side. Yeah. And the so as far as like, I actually maybe this is a good point to like mention this specifically. So as far as traversing between the two wings, I feel like you have a couple of options, right? So you can mm-hmm. you can go through the basement or you can go through the first floor. And the first floor is done in such a way that it's kind of tricky and annoying. And I'm talking about mostly playing on professional or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. There's where you have max enforcers. 
Um, and you end up having to go through, like, the interior. Like, you can't go around the outside of the hotel very well without, like, burning a lot of coins or whatever, right? So you end up going through, like, the middle back of the hotel a lot. Yeah, I was baffled. I'll just real quick. I was baffled playing through this again and realizing for such a vertical level, there are no drain pipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're annoying. And especially that one troll one where it only goes to the second floor yep. on the Jordan mm-hmm. side of it. You're like, bro. Uh-oh. Yep. Um, yeah, stuff like that. And that feels like, I mean, it, it feels like it was something they added last minute because they didn't want to include the um, the ground floor zone. Like, that's like an out-of-bounds zone, I believe, right? So, mm, yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, they just threw up some uh, the little like spike wall like little thing around it and they're like nah you can't do this um so yeah that felt very it's just again it's sort of just annoying so anyway you you have to you're forced through like the like interior back of the ground floor to traverse between or if you go down below the thing there's just some annoying guard paths that just make it take forever like that there's mm-hmm. one hallway the there's a patrolling enforcer and then there's a static one the static one does you know is fine but the the um the patrolling enforcer, guard, uh, security, like white, white coat security guy, just makes it take a long time, and it's it's stuff like that. You're just like, dude, I don't want to do it. like you know when you've done it like sixty times in forty eight hours, you're like, I don't want to wait for this guy because it's like a you know it's like a ninety second loop uh, for him to go mm-hmm. back and forth. Um, just stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. Um... I do, I mean, there are some little details in this map that I did really appreciate, right? Like, there's the one lady, I think she might even be tied into, like, some event you can do or something. I didn't follow it up, but there's the one lady who, when you walk by, she's like, oh, there goes my next (laughs) ex-husband. And if you, like, chase her down to the bottom floor, she will just, like, be like, hey, you want to come back to my hotel room? And you're like, lady, you need to calm down. (laughs) Hey, she, she's aware right she's like complete self-awareness and she's just self-actualizing okay i mean yeah good for her it's just like you know listen i I don't know (laughs) maybe maybe this is just because in our world the hitman series exists but i would be very nervous about anyone with a barcode tattoo i mean hey i don't know how many ex-husbands she does have right but after a certain point that's true that's true you know it's a you're on a clock um I guess that's true. Yeah. Just like while we're mentioning some like other, I have literally like four of my like seven things I like about this level are just random like NPCs. So I have the elephant guy in the uh, the garden in the back. Do you, mm-hmm. Did you guys, right? That dialogue is absolutely hilarious. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> there's this, there's this guy, there's two people smoking on a back ledge, like off the uh, edge of the map on the garden. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's just monologuing to this woman about like how elephants are just the most vicious, you know, dangerous things on the planet, you know. And uh, you turn your back on an elephant once, and it's the last thing you'll ever do. It's just funny um, <laughs> stuff like that. There's the uh, the social, or sorry, the, the sort of opportunistic attorney who talks to Morgan in the beginning out front when, when Morgan is doing his like initial uh, like uh, pathing route. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the brassiest thing I've ever seen, man. Getting that, getting that girl off on uh, affluenza for setting the homeless guy on fire—like that whole interaction was funny. 
mm-hmm. and then I think the last one I have on my list is the uh, the uh, EDM producer turned security guard in the basement. Actually, it's the static enforcer on the long hallway. Because, um, you know, you find yourself camped behind those boxes while you're waiting for the, the patrolling one. So you, you overhear the static ones dialogue, and it's quite funny. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the dialogue is funny, but also I, I felt like they were, they placed their good, like, flavor, um, like, conversation bits, like the good jokes. They put them in good points, like, where they knew the player would be sort of forced to hunker down, or just whatever it would be. I don't know. I felt like it was easier to get a lot of those, like, enjoyable little, like, chuckle and smile moments out of it based on, like, just the constraints of the level. Mm-hmm. What I enjoy about this level is you dressing up as the 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 like an engineer. You go into the recording session. You're overhearing some band drama. Um, girls playing guitar. The uh, the dude is like not nah, a saying it, and then you you the engineer step in. You log into Ableton, and you make it sound like some pop bullshit, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Whoa, this sounds incredible!" Yo, get Jordan down here. Get Jordan down here. Get Jordan down here. Uh, what I liked is when I was trying to farm challenges, and I got impatient, and I was sprinting through an area where I was trespassing dressed as a guard and so everyone was just like hey you're not hey 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 you're not hey you're not supposed to be here and finally i ducked into a random bedroom on the very top and i was like oh god they're coming what do i do and i saw an interact button and held it down without looking at what it did (laughs) and agent 47 (laughs) picked up a guitar hit a power cord and set it back down and then i got (laughs) shot Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Um, in general, I feel like it's one of those, I don't want to, I, I don't know, I don't want to speak in any, like, big kind of, like, cliche, like, judgments, you know, judgments statements about, like, a lot of, like, wasted um, energy on it, just because, like, there's there's so much kind of funny, good stuff happening uh, in this, but I feel like, yeah, it's just really let down by the, the map design itself. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember this as the drummer one, and still gonna probably remember this as the drummer one. Miss the drummer one because yeah. it's good. You go up, you play some shitty fills, and everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah." That's it's- the thing. He forty-seven improves as a drummer so much over time. Like, I, I gotta commend him for that. He he like he's like, "Wow, I barely got by on that Bangkok job. Like, I have to, I have to go. Like, you know." Gotta hit step the, it up. Hit the woodshed. Yeah, yeah. Need to need to internalize more time signatures. <laughs> the first time I did that, I was like, I was fifty fifty on whether he was going to kill it or it was just going to be the worst. Where he's just like douche, da douche, da do do douche, and everyone just stares. He kind of does. I didn't both. know how it was going to go. It's a really well, he just good does that, and everyone loves it. <laughs> well, yeah, because like it's a very it's it's a drum solo. Where if you don't know how to play the drums, it's probably really impressive. But as somebody who has played a drum set before, I'm like, this is some basic ass fills you're doing here right now, bud. And everybody's like, yeah. And then Jordan is like, yo, are you free? You wanna, you wanna help me go solo? 
Although maybe that maybe that's precisely the point, right? It's like, all right, you're not too good. You're not gonna like you're gonna be satisfied with yeah. you know, just being like yeah. a session and tour guy. Um, yeah. So, but again, that's not how everyone else reacts. So yeah, you, know, you, you can't just, you can't extend that too far. Yeah. I like the little yeah. I like the bit where forty seven doesn't have an agent, and he's like, "Oh, you you know, you have a friend as your agent. I know how that's like. Let's, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, there's yeah, like I, I like a lot of the dialogue um, on this level. But since we're talking about the you know the the drummer guy like um, mission or just like kind of path through the level, right? Like, there's small things, like the absence... Okay, so where the drummer steps out to smoke from the lounge, right? It's an extended little uh, patio that goes into another room that is empty, right? Mm-hmm. There's no closet in that room. Like, come Yeah, there's on. nothing to do with the body. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, like, small little things like that. Like, why are you trolling? It doesn't matter, right? Like, no one ever comes in there unless you really mm-hmm. mess things up and draw someone in, right? So it's fine. It's just, like, small things like that. It's, like... Why? Why are you hurting me? You know, IO interactive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, small little quibbles like that that drive me nuts, right? Because especially like when I'm running on, you know, professional, like going farming some like classics uh, achievements or whatever. Like I want to, I want to, I want it to feel crisp. You know, um, that's part of the reward, right? It's like I'm, I'm Asian forty seven. I'm professional, literally playing on professional, right? Like this is how we're getting it done. Um, and mm-hmm. not being able to stash a body like that, like even if rationally, I know that no one's ever going to pass in there, bothers me just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think it it is part of like, you know, this 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 game, this Hitman release was a pretty big turn for the series, partially because of the addition of the the mission stories, the opportunities, as they were called at the time, right? Which just guided you through the level. In previous Hitmans, that was not a thing. You went into the level and it was just like, okay, I have to figure out what the fuck the game wants me to do. There's no explanation of anything. Um, and I think this first game, and over the course of the series, their approach will change, but they struggle with how to make the difficulty imp- like increase over the course of the game, Right? Like, we have all these guides as to how to just beat the level. How do we make this hard, you know? Um, and I think some of their attempts to do so, we, we see in things like not giving you, like, a place to stash that body, and they're clumsy. Yeah. Or just, like, we're going to stick security cameras in all these places that aren't even particularly impactful. They're just annoying mm-hmm. because it gives you more crap to remember. Um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do the 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 one the 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 um, drummer opportunity, and then Jordan's gonna walk you out to the balcony, and you have to do this bizarre weaving pattern that makes Jordan get mad at you because yep. you're avoiding cameras. Yep, that's fun. That's fun, and I feel better when I do it. Right? Like I'm a yep. gamer. Yeah. I, I'm a gamer gal. Right? It's just <laughs> yeah, stuff like that um, is a little bit frustrating, and also too just like um, things that make it feel. So again, my my benchmark for I am in Hitman Hell is that stupid uh, escalation in Paris, right? The speedrunner one, right? So mm-hmm. it's like nothing gets me in that mode faster than when I'm excited. The the security guard starts. I like I said, saw my stuff reset. You get the you get the white coat security pretty early on in the unlock. So I was doing that one a lot just for my other stuff, and I forget the one of like the two or three. Uh, cameras in the basement um, on professional and just having to like okay just restart um, stuff like that and how to make it feel really really like mechanistic as I proceed through the level like 
there's so much stuff in this level um, that just like forces that upon you. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of a bummer for me. Because, um, <laughs> again, the game does figure out other ways to make things harder. Or like um, another example is the timing when you're on the security guard, uh, the outside like security post that doesn't actually have the you know delete footage computer in it, but it's like the guard post outside by the by the TikTok, right? Yes. Um, okay. So while you're there, there's the pipe that goes up to the uh, the atrium level, right? And the timing mm-hmm. is pretty tight because there's two guards who smoke on top of that, um, right by where the, you would get off the pipe, um, and it's instant hostile if they see you. And they're really close, so it's a quick detection. Uh, but there's a there's a um, hotel staff lady on the bottom who will turn around and see you going up the pipe. So you have to just wait for the timing, right? Like, they made it pretty unforgiving on Professional, but it's just annoying because you can't move the camera up to get a good look at the security guard. So you're just kind of, like, craning your neck, staring at the monitor, just, like, waiting I don't know. It's like all these little things where it's like, this isn't rewarding difficult. It's just tedious. Especially when you're mm-hmm. layering all these things on top of each other for whatever you're doing. It's just like, dude, just let me let me run around like a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think for all the flaws or like all the problems we had about Sapienza, like at least for me, that level felt good to like navigate around. But mm-hmm. this like didn't at all like it didn't click with me because like the like you you know it's multi-level you can go into the basement you get you like look at all these notes that i didn't really end up paying attention to that much um a lot of like staff memos and stuff that i just didn't really find that useful um and between that and just like navigating between the two different halls of the hotel it just just didn't really feel like good to like move around in this space yeah for sure yeah it has see paris i think is you know when we talked about it has this nice balance of really tight um and very like precisely orchestrated um like sections and then there are even on professional even when you have it cranked um still has like areas that ultimately afford a pretty solid degree of freedom to just maneuver mm-hmm. about, and it's pretty quick to get to wherever you need to go, right? Um, it is, it's like, you know, our, our benchmark for Dollhouse, right? So this has the, some areas of it with that level of density, but the timings are not as precise, and just generally, like, there aren't, it's not like, oh, here's a way I can, like, solve this little room that will allow me to then go do this. Like, a lot of it just feels not quite right, like, for one reason or another, and the like, a lot of the constraints feel more irritating than challenging. Um, and then there's just, yeah, all this dead space. Like, all these rooms that are just pointless, like, blah, blah, blah. So it's, like, a lot of, like, the worst elements, quote-unquote, or, or elements that were taken from a level like Paris when applied with this design just don't really work. Um, which is okay, right? They're, you know, they can't all be bangers, but, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just real quick, just I guess while we're while we're being negative, um, two escalations, they're not good. No. <laughs> uh, one of them is like, "Hey, be a groundskeeper and kill people with a hatchet." It's like, okay. And the other one is like, "What if you dumped a bunch of bodies in a freezer?" This neither of them are very interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, I do uh, appreciate there's um, you can call if you go up to your own hotel room, you can call room service. Um, I do appreciate the various bits of dialogue that uh, 47 comes up with for why he needs room service. Yeah. Uh, there's a problem with the toilet. Uh, the mini bar has not been restocked. Uh, it's, it's very like ridiculous demanding guest. It's funny. Yeah. Um, and then just my last detail is just that uh, as far as mastery, um, you can get the explosive phone, which will could be used in the next uh, mission. Uh, this is the first source of the Kruger Mayor, which is the silence pistol that's like extra silence. So you can fire it in rooms and people and the other people in the room won't hear you. And uh, remote audio distraction. You just reminded me worth that I'm going to I'm gonna have to friggin' re-unlock the Kruger Mayor. Is it worth get? Is it worth getting those? The Kruger Mayor is pretty yeah, good, the but there Mayor's... are other sources for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, are the, yeah, there are other tools that do like the the phone. Um, so, like, I don't know. Um, like, you get them, but it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll look into contracts that are just for challenges. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really messed with the like the contract system since we started playing this. Um, yeah. The podcast. They're like, but, and also they're like pretty buried in the UI for three at yeah. least. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were surfaced more in in two, but in one they were also pretty buried, if I recall correctly. So, hmm. uh, do we want to talk about the source real quick? Am I the only one who played it? Did anybody else? I played it. Bother? Oh, great. Uh, so yeah, this is the first. Uh, mission of the Patient Zero campaign. Um, you're going after it's it's basically only in one little corner of the top of one of the towers. The rest of the entire level is is just extra. Um, so there is Oybek Nabazov and Sister Yuldez who lead this Doomsday Cult, and they're running an art exhibit about how much death owns, and they're planning to prove it by killing a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess I gotta, I gotta give him that. Um, there are no mission stories for this. There are no, there's no mastery for this. Sure isn't. Um, there's just, there are a couple of challenges that are kind of interesting. Like, uh, there's like a, there's like a, a ritual where the dude like puts fire on himself, but it's okay because he's wearing fire repellent stuff, and you sabotage that so he burns alive. Otherwise, this mission's kind of nothing. Yeah. That said, though, I remember, I remember, like, again, since I, I haven't repurchased it, because I'm sort of concise about it, um, so I haven't been playing it through, obviously, um, I do remember some of the gimmicky, like, set-piece kills being rewarding. I, like, I remember the set-the-dude-on-fire one. I thought that was It's really, cool. It felt good. Yeah. It felt good at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like, I wasn't necessarily looking for that much more out of it because Patient Zero was just like this thing I got for free, if I remember originally. You know, it was like I think it that's was right. part of the yeah. bundle or whatever. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't give us too much to say, is all. Um, yeah. And, you know, given the later ones that we get, like the author, the one where you get to do all that stuff around, like, the book reading, which was kind of cool, um, this, this one is, is much more empty. Yeah, I like the tonally. I like the music, mm-hmm. the way the piano sort of sneaks in as you're getting closer to the uh, exhibit. I like the exhibit itself. 
bunch of like really dumb quotes about death and everybody and and everybody like yeah and everybody like faux intellectually uh like analyzing this like clearly bullshit uh religious stuff what Uh, if what if a tree turned into a skull but then the skull turned into a flower wow (laughs) and i do like the people in the lobby of the hotel being like I thought this hotel was better than this. Like, why did they invite these fucking people? Like, what's yeah. going on? I like that stuff. Um, but in terms of like actually like playing the level, I don't have a lot to to say about it. Otherwise, I yeah. shout outs to the couple in the room who broke up over a cult. That's what I'll say. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the the one the the lady's like, come on, we said we were gonna do this, and he's like. We said we were going to do this because we thought it was like, you know, like a fasting retreat. I think this is a murder cult. We need to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. Good for them. Both living their respective truths. One perhaps more stupid than the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But Bangkok is not giving us a whole lot to work with. Um which uh, I I have a feeling Colorado, which is our next level, will be a little more a little more spicy for us. But uh, anything else people want to touch on for 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 Thailand? No, it's pretty not, much not it. exactly. Um, I do think one thing I will say that I'm sort of grateful for in playing it through, with like the format that we are through the pod, um, this gave me some insight, not as much as I, I would have liked, but some insight into what I don't like in a Hitman level, right? Like, pretty much everything else has sort of, like, worked for me uh, so far. Like, I, I did enjoy, you know, Sapienza. We had, like, fairly minor bubbles, but comparatively, like, I felt like I had much more serious gripes with, with some of, you know, the choices and the execution um, that we saw here. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's sort of, I don't know, like brought into relief a little bit, um, you know, like certain things that I, I know I don't like where I was like, man, this is not super fun. Um, and I think especially it'll kind of be dramatic as we go into Colorado uh, for our next episode, which I'm very, very excited about. And since it's a very different level. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it will give me a better perspective on that versus if we had come from Marrakesh, um, to a little bit more open level like i don't know i don't, don't want to like get ahead of myself but um mm-hmm. yeah like i'm glad this one fell where it did um in the order i guess is all i can say especially given that colorado is maybe the most divisive uh level from the game so yeah well. for yeah for me um for me like playing marrakesh like marrakesh has its issues but like as critics who are doing a podcast about the hitman levels uh, it's very hard. It was very hard for me to pick out things in Bangkok to like critique. Um, yeah. Colorado is gonna be about a private <laughs> militia. Let's fucking go, <laughs> uh, Ryan. Don't worry, there are leftist militia. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I just want shit to talk about. <laughs> there will be shit to talk about. Yeah. Also, um, also not to state the obvious here, um, but I did have this moment where. I sort of realized, because I, I have no aspirations about, like, you know, being a critic, you know, as, a, as an ontological category, right? Like, this is just a thing I do for fun with y'all. Um, and that's about it, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, I kind of wish I had played this level another 60 hours, 
So I would be able to tell you a lot more specifically what irks me about this, that, and the other, right? But it turns yeah. out, and this is the thing that I realized, is that playing something that isn't working for you specifically to like, more fully understand what doesn't work is not a whole lot of fun. Right, and that seems like the most obvious statement, right? But I like really realized I was like, "Man, this sucks!" Like, I just want to like go watch YouTube or literally do anything else. <laughs> um, and I'm not even working right now, right? Because the you know my semester's been over for like a month, and even uh-huh. still, I was like, I want to be doing almost anything else rather than run through this gosh darn basement one more time. Um, and so yeah, it sort of like gave me some insight on what this enterprise looks like for someone who has to do this as an actual day job because um, you're always you're always like oh you know why you know what this and that review or you know piece of media about some game or whatever like you know if they didn't even get to this or whatever and it's like now i can sort of like reference bangkok like do i really want to run through that hallway and wait for the dude and like see another two <laughs> minutes of my life go down like no all right like i don't know i, I feel like i came out of this like be a little bit more charitable as a person or something like that i don't know I I will say I'm very relieved to hear this because like going in I was like I didn't I didn't play a lot of this level like I'm I don't know if I'll have much to say like like am I fucking up like am I crazy like what's going on and then no <laughs> that's just kind of the level <laughs> you would be amazed how much of my time playing Bangkok I spent thinking about Total War Three Kingdoms <laughs> <laughs> like man I just want to play that can I just <laughs> Um, but, yeah, but no, yeah. no, seriously, like, if you're, if you're trying to, I don't know, like, like, analyze, like, level design, though, I'm telling you, the back of the ground floor of the hotel, not the garden, but the interior wrapping around to the, I think it's the east side, if you're, if you're looking at the, whatever, anyway, the back of the ground floor of the hotel, and then the, like, the, the design of the hallways and the placement of enforcers, and, like, who paths where, is like you could study that as an example of what not to do, I think, and legitimately like learn a lot in the same way that you could study other hitman levels and be like, this is like if you put people here and give players, you know, a timing window that is around this tight, it feels really good, right? This gives you something to study and be like, this is annoying. You don't want to do mm-hmm. this. And that that's like I guess like somewhat valuable, you know, especially as we're gonna progress through and see like you know levels that are polished a little bit more um or whatever um you know it's not it's not a total wash totally yeah. um before we uh, check well for, okay do we have any emails we don't okay well then i just want to end with a quick note of uh what we wait, forgot to wait do last wait, wait wait gun guy podcast at gmail.com yes yes uh i did send out the tweet I also did send it out Sorry. at 1 a.m. So that's uh, baldgunguypod at gmail.com. Yeah. Get so, the name uh, right. I can I can understand why why posting the hey we want emails at 1 a.m. didn't get a lot of people's attention. Shocking. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we we didn't do it last time, but I wanna end with a ranking of the levels we've done so far, including including uh, ICA training facility uh ryan you go first uh no um let me let me work this okay all right all right uh should i go first i already know yeah yeah okay uh number one paris number two marrakesh number three uh 
ICA, number four, Bangkok, number five, Sapienza. I still just hate Sapienza. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I think mine, mine is Paris at number one, Marrakesh at number two, Sapienza at number three, ICA number four, and Bangkok number five. All right. So I feel like I'm contradicting myself. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm putting Paris number one, Marrakesh number two, Sapienza number three, Bangkok number four, and ICA at five. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff to do in, in Bangkok, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think exactly. it's respectable. There's, like, there's a lot of joy to be had. I just would really not recommend doing, like, 16 hours a day of Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> All in Bangkok. Yeah. Without interruption. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, Shoutouts to Paris and Marrakesh, the universal number one and number two. Yeah. Good levels. I have, we'll a, see if I have a feeling a bit of, you know, a couple of those might change. It's, it's, I really don't know, like... I really don't know how binging Colorado is going to go. I really don't know. See, I, I do because I did binge Colorado, right? Because I needed those unlocks back in the day. So I know True. exactly how it's going to go. Um, and okay. you know what? I'm actually okay. looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm so excited just because I, I don't remember a ton about Colorado. Um, and Hokkaido, I didn't have the key card scrambler when I first played it. So, like, from here on, it's just... I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I I can't think of another level in this trio of games where you start out at the beginning of the level without, you know, any unlocks or anything and you're already hostile. Yeah. It's an interesting level. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's let's but, not get ahead of ourselves. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I I just said interesting. I think that's true. Yeah. Um but uh all right. Uh Ty, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me at Kaya underscore games on Twitter. And that's about it for the moment. All right. Fair enough. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Uh, I'm at BluestRose430 on Twitter. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sixdetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Some people have trouble with my last name. It's fine. Um, and if you want to find my work, it's ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com. So ScanlineMedia. We will see you next episode for Colorado. Uh, I'll leave you to prepare. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Yeah. Yeah. Join your local mission. Peace.